0: Hey guys, you're listening to Terrifying Travels, the podcast where two friends discuss true crime and a paranormal story in a new city every week, except for we are currently on day 2 of the 12 days of Christmas and Maddie is bringing us a properly researched story unlike mine.
1: <laughs> 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 yes, I am covering John Bene Ramsey. And I'm just going to go ahead and tell you, this is a massive Christmas case today. Just...
0: Also why I kind of
1: felt I'd go with funny, poorly done legends. Kind of brighten the mood between your cases. Yeah. It was like, you have the fun side if you keep us up, and then I just, like, kill it. Like, yeah, you're <laughs> covering a murdered child, an entire
0: family killed in
1: a house fire. <laughs> yep. I have, like, a few others, like, one-off Christmas murders, so, like... (laughs) You are
0: covering the Saunders family fire, right?
1: I am. I
0: love that. I always hate, when I, I don't love that people died, but that is such an interesting story.
1: Yeah, it's so interesting. Like anyway, it's... we're not gonna get into
0: it now, though, because yes. you know, like, I, I know us. We could go on 15 minutes discussing the case, and then we're like, well, shit. Okay, I guess we're just doing that today.
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, yes. Welcome to Spookmas, or the 12 Days of Christmas, or this is Halloween. This is Halloween. <laughs> Hey, that is, a, that is a Christmas movie, so it works. It is a Christmas movie. For some reason, I just want to see that when we, like, start recording, even though I know it's supposed to be Christmas
0: time. Are you kidding? I had to prevent myself
1: from, guess who's back? Back again. Idiot. The drunk idiots are back. <laughs> <laughs> friends, We both, both of us actually have wine today. I'm drinking a really nice uh, Boda box, like, dry rosé.
0: Oh, do you want to hear a true tragedy that happened the other day? Mm-hmm. So I have what's usually a very good bottle of wine. And here's a future tip. Don't do this. I went to open it, and then I realized I had another bottle open. And I absolutely will. A bottle can last me a week. I'll have, like, a glass every other day. So by the time I reach the end of the bottle, it's kind of meh, but I don't care. Um, I'm not going to chug it in one day, Will. I would, but... So, anyway, I went to pick up this bottle, and I went to crack it, but then I realized that I had enough, but I guess I turned... It didn't crack, but I turned it enough that air got into it.
1: Oh, no. So, by the
0: time, like, three weeks later that I went to go get this new bottle of wine, it was so bad. No! Like usually, when you open it by by the end of the week, it's a little bad, but not that bad. No, Mm -hmm. this this one was... Oh, and I drank it, because I'm not... It was one of the more expensive ones, too. It was one of the... um uh the crime ones the talking crime. ones oh 19 the... crimes oh 19 crimes oh yes. and they're normally like 19 23 dollars
1: yep
0: yep so i like if it, i'm usually stick around the 10 dollars bottle of wines i just think those bottles are cool yep so i wasn't exactly gonna like pour out a 20 dollars bottle of wine
1: <laughs> fair was,
0: enough oh, Bad, though oh. alternatively and i've bought another one because i kind of regretted it i and i'm so glad i was gonna actually bring that one to my grandparents house for my uncle's my uncle's birthday so i'm really glad i went with the other one but the one i grabbed for them it was a ten dollar bottle of wine and it was so good oh that's great right? so it was dark and rich it's, i don't really like it was it wasn't tangy it was oh it was so smooth it was so good um, I don't have those big words to talk about tannins and tannins. <laughs> it has oh, good legs. Oh, it had great legs. When you whip it around, <laughs> oh that thing walked all over the place. <laughs> legs, legs like the uh, leg lamp from the Christmas story. Uh,
1: ah, yeah, <laughs> there we go. Yeah, bring it around. There we go. Yeah, I right.
0: would go and ask for Christmas wines and I was like, Meh, I think Maddie would understand a ten dollar wine is like Christmas.
1: True. Very yeah. true. Okay, so that was
0: the fun part.
1: Yes, now I have to go in and kind of kill our joyous mood. It's always
0: difficult. I've I've actually cut a couple out sometimes because it's like, well, I want to brighten the mood and I'm going to make a joke here. And then as I'm editing it, I'm like, that was such a fucked up joke. It didn't fly. Maddie ignored it. Moving on.
1: Just cut it out. (laughs) Yeah, I get that. I also edit like that. I'm like, oh, this joke didn't land. Okay, cut. Well, and that's why
0: we should probably, if we lived in the same country, the same city, yeah, we'd probably edit together. Because I do wonder about that, how many times I've said things that I regret, but you didn't even think about, ah, sounds fine to me. Yeah. (laughs) If we edit together, though, the podcast would probably be five minutes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) True, 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 true. All right, Sprinter, are you ready to jump in today? I sure am. All right, so like I said, I'm covering a massive Christmas case, or just honestly, just a massive case in general. This case is in the top 10 unsolved unsolved crimes of America, as reported by Time magazine, which is right up there with the Black Dahlia, the Zodiac Killer. Um, And this is the case of Joan Bernay Ramsey. I gotta say, the
0: Zodiac Killer irks me, though
1: yeah how do well, we not
0: have that one yet
1: yeah exactly it's like we found the golden state killer surely we could I find think, if i recall while i was in china
0: they did they had they know who it is he's dead really? yeah yeah it was paul i want to say paul french that's a writer um but it was some- name similar to that it was a it was a triple name he had a middle name so of course it had to have been him Oh. If you use your middle name, you're a serial killer. Everybody knows that. <laughs> but they did have him, and he made he made comments to neighbors about it and stuff like that. But by the time they did their research, and they're fairly certain he's dead. Oh. Which like that, that's fine. Dig up his bag of bones, throw on the trial. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I one I want closure to that one. For some reason, I am drawn to that case. Um, probably because it's unsolved and it's so ridiculous it should be solved. But also, nah, he's a piece of shit. Just put him in a plastic bag. Yep. Go on trial, it's fine. Yep. You yeah, <laughs> have a lawyer, so you get the same case as, as <laughs> someone who just can testify.
1: He just fair. True. Very true. Very okay. True. Sorry. No, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> you're good. So I'm going to be trying to cover as much as possible, but honestly, I got to like a stopping point i was like okay i gotta stop here otherwise I'm, it's just gonna keep going like there's so many new developments and there's actually a development friday oh shit yeah so i'll talk about that uh it's gonna be honestly towards the end um but Are you, did you also get to the point where
0: there's a connection to another case this the dad is dating someone from another missing person case
1: Oh, I didn't get that far. Okay,
0: no. you you do that. I will try to figure out because that it's such a tiny one, but it's also it's just wild how they they probably came together. It's probably not crazy. They probably came together in a support group or
1: something. Oh, I did hear about that. Yeah, like his new wife also has a missing child. I think I think it was a support group that they did find each other. Now that you mention it, I'm like that is ringing yeah. a bell. Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay, you, I'll Google it while you um you start.
1: You're, Okay, awesome. So just at the top of this episode, obviously, listener discretion is advised as we're covering very dark topics such as child murder, mutilation and child abuse. So let's just start at the very beginning. It's a very good place to start. So John Bernay Patricia Ramsey was born in Atlanta, Georgia on August 9th, 1990. She was born to parents John Bennett Ramsey and Patricia Patsy Ramsey and has an older brother named Burke Ramsey, who was three years older than her. John Ramsey was a very prominent businessman, being named the Entrepreneur of the Year by the Boulder Chamber of Commerce in 1996, as his company grossed over $1 billion. Patsy Ramsey was a beauty queen, winning various titles like Miss West Virginia in 1977. She married John in 1980 and became a stay-at-home mom for Burke and John Bonet. After John Bonet was born, the family relocated to Boulder, Colorado. John Bonet began to be entered into ages six and under beauty pageants in Colorado. Now she was a beautiful little girl, curly blonde hair, sparkling blue eyes, a super cute face, and she was honestly perfect beauty queen material. And her record of pageant wins really showed this. She won various titles such as America's Royal Miss little miss charlotte little miss colorado colorado state all-star kids cover girl and national tiny miss beauty i know
0: you were a pageant queen so don't (laughs) take this the wrong way i just think child pageant shows are disturbing
1: oh they're so disturbing and i'm so glad that like toddlers and tiaras is off tlc now
0: Exactly the one I was thinking of because I used to because I lived on the uh, on the other island that I went to school from so I didn't have any friends on my island and I watched a lot of stuff and I just remember watching is like you'd look in the audience and there'd be like parents and random people
1: yes, yes and I and really
0: I... do think that though okay if you want to do that I don't love the way they dress their kids up like adults I really don't yeah but if you wanted to do that only parents invited.
1: I agree, I agree. Like, ride to a children's
0: birthday party, it's not open to the neighbourhood. Exactly. Or even if it is, it's not open to the city.
1: Yep, 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 yep. I completely agree. And I just, I have a
0: lot of feelings about that. And I think that comes up in this case, is random people, just fans reached out, didn't they?
1: Yes, and put a pin in that for later. okay. (laughs) <laughs> yeah like like you mentioned she had a lot of v- fans and a lot of people would just go to the beauty pageants to watch her perform and potentially win like just yeah, uh, really weird yeah it me,
0: like i've realized as a teacher and you probably find this too as a teacher i think about stuff like that yep because yep. i i simply don't want to be in that situation like when kids hug me i do remind them hey yeah i've got one little boy who follows me around he keeps his arm around my waist except for he's short <laughs> <laughs> so i regularly just have to pull his hand back a little bit higher up but like do other people realize like ah, no no we're not doing that
1: yeah
0: also humble brag my friend was a pageant queen oh yes i'm talking about you oh
1: me <laughs> <laughs> so i did a few pageants i don't think i ever won um I the only one I did when my mom entered me into a beauty pageant, like a baby beauty pageant. Like I was like six months old. Oh wow. And I got most photogenic. Also, it's
0: kind of weird. I could never be a judge picking the cuter baby.
1: Although I actually I will
0: admit, I would actually have a harder time personally picking an uglier baby. <laughs> I remember when I was in high school, one of the girls in my class got pregnant and she had a baby. And that was the first time I actually looked at a baby and went, That's a cute baby. Otherwise
1: they all look like aliens. <laughs> and they all have mm-hmm. sorry? Especially when they're a little fresh. <laughs> oh like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when they're fresh, they they look like tiny aliens. <laughs> yes.
0: But I'll never forget when you told me that. The bar we used to go to in Beijing was having a pad like a little pageant, which nothing it didn't come out. Like I don't remember it actually happening.
1: I don't think I don't, it actually happened. I don't think it yeah. did.
0: Um, but they all came to me and be in it, which like, you know what? If we were in another country, I might have considered it. But mm-hmm. China was so weird. Yep, yep. I was told regularly I'd make a I'd be a great mistress, but I could never be a wife because I didn't fit the beauty centers there. Uh, so I yeah. never I didn't want to be in that pageant show and it, it would either go really well for me or I'd be reminded that somehow I'm fat. It's <laughs> like, I'm not, but I'm just saying, I, I didn't need that. But I'll never forget, Rebel's talking to it, and you run up drunk as hell, and you're like,
1: oh my god, I see a pageant queen. I'd love to be a pageant mom. <laughs> I have never, of course, she's from the South. Yeah, yeah. I, d- I did a few pageants, but then I also have debutante training, which is, like, Ooh. very, like, similar to that, so, yeah, I, th- I think being a pageant mom would be interesting, but if I had a to, like, an adult woman, not to, oh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And not to a child. <laughs> one
0: should be dressing sexy when they want to, but also, who can say, Maddie, no. Exactly
1: exactly yes but oh time training
0: oh my goodness yes you're gonna come and teach me which salad fork to use
1: oh god <laughs> I could I could maybe I might have to brush up on it but yes <laughs> no
0: I feel like that actually to me that makes sense because you and I like I very differently I grew up like I always say this and I'm like well in no way was I Lindsay Lohan but for my tiny island I grew up in the public eye <laughs> yeah. So when I moved to Canada and probably when you no longer needed to be in deputant training, I just kind of fuck it. I'm going to do whatever I want.
1: Yep. Yep, I'm gonna great. go in
0: sweatpants I'm gonna sit with my legs wide open I'm gonna relax
1: Yep. dude and... I ate pancakes with like my fingers yesterday I just <laughs> folded the pancakes in half and dipped it in the syrup Like, I was like fuck a fork <laughs> I, I still wouldn't because I'd be sticky
0: however I do and it drives my mother nuts that now that we live in the same country again uh, waffles and pancakes you don't need a knife just tear them in half
1: Honestly,
0: like... I will not do that at a restaurant.
1: No, not at a restaurant, but and in that's... the comfort of my own home. Absolutely.
0: Yes. And that's an issue I have with my sister is like, I tell her, Natasha, you haven't learned how to cut yet properly, child. <laughs> I am well aware of how if mom passes me a knife, I can cut my pancakes without elbowing someone in the throat. <laughs> I am capable, so I can switch back when the time is necessary, but right now, when I'm in my pajamas on the couch, that's not the time. Yes,
1: yes, I agree.
0: Although I wouldn't want to get sticky, so I'm still there. I need a fork.
1: (laughs) Yes. Okay, well, we went off, but okay, go. Well, uh, tangent. (laughs) All right, so... Uh, in 1996, when she turned six years old, Bonnet began to attend High Peaks Elementary School in Boulder, Colorado in her kindergarten class. Unfortunately, the fall semester would be the only one she would attend. So let's cut to the scene. December 26, 1996. The Ramsey house in Boulder is dark and eerie, a fresh Christmas snow blanketing the yard. It's the early morning hours and everyone in the house is asleep. Well, not everyone. Patsy Ramsey woke up for some reason. Maybe it was a bump in the night. Maybe it was just one of those mom senses. Patsy began to walk through the house and discovered a long note on the stairway, two pages long. She woke her husband, John, and they checked on their children to find John Bonnet was not in her bed. Upon reading the note, the Ramseys discovered that it was a ransom note demanding 1000 Sorry $118 thousand dollars for their daughter's return. The police were immediately called, arrived at 5:5 am and thus began the initial investigation. Well, a very messy investigation. See, Patsy, in her semi-hysteric state, also called a lot of friends and family to come and help them look for John Bonnet. This caused havoc throughout the house, and there was just way too many people in there. John Bonnet's bedroom was cornered off, but the rest of the house was free game for all these people who weren't detectives to just go in and pick up everything and potentially destroy evidence.
0: You know, I could, I for, every time I hear this case, I forget how fucked it is. Yeah. I could understand, you know, if I was at a park and Natasha went missing, best be damned, I'm going to call everyone I know and we are all searching that park. However, there were other things where the cops should it, the cops dropped the ball as well.
1: Yep, absolutely.
0: And also, like that's the, I think that's the only time I'm gonna take the parents' side to be honest. <laughs> oh,
1: right. you might take it later.
0: Okay, okay. But like, mm-hmm. yeah, I would have called my neighbors. But also, like, hey, you live next door. Can you check the surrounding area? But within the house, nah, I can do that. Like, I've been in some really big houses, yeah. and you still don't need multiple people. And if the police are here, they can do that
1: yep absolutely the police have the manpower for it like just let them handle it you know but also frankly
0: I would also okay I 50 50 I'm not a parent so I don't know but I would think if my child is missing and they're if I think they're in the house and they're not responding to me frantically screaming long enough for the police to get here then maybe I need the police to look because I don't want to find what I'm gonna find
1: exactly exactly So to continue with the investigation, the Boulder Police Department also shared all the evidence they found with the Ramseys and actually delayed conducting interviews of the parents, Uh which gave them plenty of time to get their story straight. They were seriously just thought this was a missing case that they were just trying to find the girl or any clues to where John Vermeer might be taken or hidden. At around 1 p.m. that day, the detectives on the case instructed John and a family friend to look around to see if anything else was amiss. During the search, John and his friend checked the basement, which wasn't checked before.
0: Yeah, like why, but okay.
1: Yeah, and that is where they found John Bonet's body, seven hours after she was reported missing. Her mouth was covered with duct tape, a nylon cord was around her wrist and neck, and she was covered with a blanket. John, grieving the loss of his daughter, picked up her body and carried her upstairs, unfortunately destroying any evidence by disturbing the crime scene. I and don't she, hate him for
0: that. I do understand that.
1: I completely understand I that.
0: don't think I would... In the, there, that's always an issue where, well, you disturb... Because I, I was just listening to the lady who was accused of killing her two two boys they were having a sleepover downstairs mm okay yeah and that was one is you know she and apparently the we were given only half of the um, 911 recording apparently the 911 operator said don't touch it you'll ruin the evidence which is when she started freaking out she's ruined the evidence and frankly as someone who listens to true crime if i was in that situation i would probably absolutely demolish all the evidence as i grabbed the body of the person i loved but i totally would sit back and go oh my god i just ruined all the
1: evidence yeah yeah it, it's very difficult it's like i understand the grief and everything but there there needs to be a little bit a little bit of show of restraint i think someone should have been with him yes a policeman should have been with him yes It should have been him and his friend, you know?
0: No, well, show me what's missing, and then go with them to see what's missing. And then someone would have been there to be like, no, don't touch her.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, carry on. All right. So, John Bernay was found, but unfortunately, she was dead. Now, the question changed from where is John Bernay to what happened to John Bernay and how quickly could the police solve this case? So, let's begin with the evidence. The first piece of evidence was, of course, the ransom note that Patsy found. It's a two and a half page handwritten ransom note and it was found on the kitchen staircase in the home. Um, I'm going to read the note to you now and then we'll talk about it a little more. So,. Here we go. All right, Mr. Ramsey, listen carefully. We are a group of individuals that represent a small foreign faction. We do respect your business, but not the country that it serves. At this time, we have your daughter in our procession. She is safe and unharmed. And if you want to see her 1997, you must follow our instructions to the letter. You will withdraw $118,000 from your account. 100,000 will be in 100 bills and the remaining 18,020 bills. Make sure that you bring an adequate size attache to the bank. When you get home, you'll put the money in a brown paper bag. I will call you between 8 and 10 a.m. tomorrow to instruct you on delivery. The delivery will be exhausting, so I advise you to be rested. If we monitor you getting the money early, we might call you early to arrange an earlier delivery of the money and hence an earlier delivery slash pickup of your daughter. Any deviation of my instructions will result in the immediate execution of your daughter. You will also be denied her remains for proper burial. The two gentlemen watching over your daughter do not particularly like you, so I advise you do not provoke them. Speaking to anyone about your situation, such as police, FBI, etc., will result in your daughter being beheaded. If we catch you talking to a stray dog, she dies. If you alert bank authorities, she dies. If the money is in any way marked or tampered with, she dies. You will be scanned for electronic devices and if any are found, she dies. You can try to deceive us, but be warned that we are familiar with law enforcement countermeasures and tactics. You stand a 99% chance of killing your daughter if you try to outsmart us. Follow our instructions and you stand a 100% chance of getting her back. You and your family are under constant scrutiny as well as the authorities. Don't try to grow a brain, John. You are not the only fat cat around, so don't think that killing you will be difficult. Don't underestimate us, John. Use that good southern common sense of yours. It's up to you now, John. Victory! S-B-T-C.
0: Okay, so I know we're going to focus on this letter for quite a bit, hey?
1: hmm And
0: I got two things. Well, yep. the first thing, you're American, um, yep. And this is still before both of us are really, because you said 1999? 1996. So. Oh, so neither of us were born. Yeah. However, I think I could still stand by considering 9-11 is only, what, four years off. Mm-hmm. Um, terrorism was pretty big in the eyes, of, or in the minds of Americans at the time. Um. Like, they'd be an easy target if you were thinking of doing something like this to a scapegoat.
1: Yeah, I, I would say if they they could definitely blame like a terrorist organization at the time yeah yeah
0: Yeah. but for me frankly um the whole letter should be thrown out because they don't have her she never left the house yeah and that's where i also there's a lot to do with that letter Mm. um but the main thing for me was right off the bat she never left the house
1: yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so,
0: unless they somehow snuck back in, because yes, calling the cops would have been against what you were told to do.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: However, they would have had to somehow sneak back in and put her, either put her back or leave if she if, if they were in the house with her the whole time, which would be bold as hell. Right. Um, right, right. So, no, that letter's a pile of shit.
1: Yeah. And then also, they based off of this letter there was a lead that potentially this was a ransom gone wrong like they couldn't get her out of the house in time or something like that but this note is so weird and i have so many points to talk about
0: yeah and i still just okay but
1: where is their exit point then exactly if they
0: if lights turned on or something and they dropped her where did they go
1: right right exactly because um I'm going to talk about this later. There was, like, no sign of, like, forced entry. Yeah. There's no sign of, like, anyone entering the house. Like, there's there's no back door open. There's nothing tampered with. Like, nothing like that.
0: Although I will let you know I'm coming in with a bias. Um, I believe. I know who did it. Oh. As Ooh, do, I-, I think, many people, frankly. Mm-hmm. So, unless you come up with something wild. So, I am kind of, I don't know if you've already picked up. I'm a little biased.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah, when we get to the suspects, you, you can let me know which one you think it is. Okay. Because we will be talking about it.
0: Because this is a really popular case. It's so, really popular. Well, and I feel like as a girl, I'm like, you know, I, I follow the Natalie Holloway case because I'm from the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a girl. So, of course, I know JonBenet Ramsey and Madeline McCann.
1: Oh, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I had a note in here at the beginning of my script where I was going to be like, you know, Sabrina, this is like my Madeline McCann case, because I know yeah. you follow that one really well. I follow this one. Like,
0: yeah, <laughs> I, I I don't follow either overly. It's just that lately there has been a lot of development in the Madeline McCann case.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so although JonBenet, you know, and that's something, too, is I also believe I know who did it because if it was anyone else, we'd know by now. Because she is literally, wow, we're at 30 years now almost.
1: Yeah. And
0: I'll be in the Superstore and she will still be on People Magazine. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. If
0: this was not nobody, we would
1: know by now. I agree. Absolutely. Yeah. So, let's dive into the note a little bit because it's a really crucial first piece of evidence. So, firstly, this note is just super weird. Uh, for a couple of reasons. The f- first reason being the amount of money they asked for is the exact amount of John's Christmas bonus from mm-hmm. his company. So this suggested it had to be someone who had access to John's company and knew the amount he received. So in the beginning, investigators were like, do you have any employees that are angry at you? Like, tried to follow leads with that. Nothing.
0: Not at all. Although anything. I could still defend this because this was kind of early on in Internet. Mm-hmm. So and they weren't completely up to date. Like at this point now, I'm a nobody, and my information is probably better encrypted than his company's was. Oh yeah. yeah so yeah. I could understand if this was a genuine terrorist organization and they needed that information. I believe they could have got it.
1: Yep. yep, yep, yep. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, the second reason this transcript note is weird is that it echoes a lot of film dialogue. So there's a lot of references to various films, such as Ruthless People, Ransom, Escape from New York, Speed, and Dirty Harry. Like and that's there's... everything
0: you need to know. If you're referencing Escape from New York, come on, man.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Have you seen it? Have you seen it? <laughs> no, I haven't. Very, very bad. My dad and I watched it this summer. It was entertaining enough that I wasn't texting the whole time, uh, but I also didn't have internet, so if that helps. <laughs>
1: Fair enough. Fair enough. Like, like, there's just certain parts in this note that you could read in a New York accent, and it could be used in like a Godfather-esque movie. Like, like, if we catch you talking to a stray dog, she dies. If you alert the bank authorities, she dies. If the money is used in any way, she dies. Capiche. <laughs> well, no,
0: I, I I, think as someone who's seen, I've seen Speed, and I've seen Escape from New York. Mm-hmm. And it's just a lot of, it's quite literally, you have to do this, this, and this. Like, have you seen Speed?
1: um is speed the one with the bus that if you yes. stop driving it it blows Tiana up yes. Reeves
0: and Sandra Bullock
1: yes, I yes. Have that and so
0: it's used it's more in that tone not yes not necessarily a gangster mode or a tone right. but like you have to do this this and this if you slow down I blow up the bus if you so I could see that but I also think like at the time even if it was a real ransom note um at the time there was a ton of movies being made quite similar Yep. Using that tone, like the fact that Speed escaped from New York, those were all made in the same 10 year period. So I could understand, yeah, but does that mean someone who didn't know what they were doing were just taking a script? Or was that how do we make this sound professional?
1: Yeah, very true. Yeah. True, true, true. Yeah. And the third weird thing about this note is that it's just really long, like unusually long. Mm-hmm. The FBI told the police that it's just unusual for a note to be two pages long. Like, you have to just imagine that kidnappers have John Bernay and they're in the house and they have to get like in and out super quickly, but they're writing this letter that's just adding so much time to this kidnapping like attempt. And like well, risks are potential. Even
0: if it's well, pre-written, that's a known. It's a known thing. Like my dad right now, we're having issues within the building, so my dad is trying to write letters that gets people to realize that everything is a complete mess. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. But the problem is, is, if you make it just like resumes, don't send in a four page resume. Right. Because the fourth page, even if it says on the fourth page, I'm a Harvard and, and Yale graduate, they didn't make it there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I sound I'm like really I'm trying really... to give advice. When <laughs> making a ransom note, it should be three paragraphs
1: at most. It should be opener, like a, a body note. and a closer. Yep. 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 <laughs> yeah. And. It would make sense if it was pre-written and brought into the house. But the thing is, there was a practice draft of the note found in the home. And the note came from a pen and a notepad in the Ramsey home. I know. Yeah. So, (laughs) so some believe that one of the Ramseys wrote a note, particularly Mm Patsy, um, Because it didn't have any fingerprints on it, besides Patsy's and the authorities. But she's the one who found it initially, so that's not super conducive, uh, conclusive. All the podcasts I listen to, they joke
0: about how we're making a list of things to do if you're a serial killer to do it better. (laughs) And I feel as I'm sitting here like, oh my god, they use stuff. Although, if the killer was from outside the house, that's genius.
1: That is genius, yeah, because it, Um, like... Gets it off their scent, like, super quickly. Yep.
0: Yeah. And, assuming that, then they used gloves. Yeah. Which was, although, was
1: that really a thing? Although, I, th- I think
0: of the 90s as, like, the 70s. I know in the 70s, that's why we don't have the Zodiac Killer. Right. But in the 90s, surely we had DNA.
1: Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm going to talk about that in a so second. So, if weird. they
0: were smart enough to wear gloves, good for them. Yep. I mean, bad for them, bad for them. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, exactly. So unfortunately, there's never, there was never a definitive conclusion about the note. They didn't know if it was a legit piece of evidence. They they got a few leads, but like it never came up to anything. So what's our next piece of evidence? DNA, as I mentioned. So each of the Ramses provided handwriting, blood and hair samples, but like you mentioned came to mine it was 1990s DNA was a very new technology and not as developed as today so this truly didn't go anywhere until 2003 when they reran the DNA and
0: can I ask you a question about the handwriting sample yes do you know cuz i know there was a case but i can't remember if it was this case do you know how they
1: got that handwriting sample um In this case, they just took it to uh, experts and the Ramseys, like, provided it, like, to the investigators.
0: Okay, because I know there was one case where they basically gave them the note and said, rewrite it. Oh. In which case, if you're intelligent, change your handwriting. yes
1: (laughs) yes <laughs> like
0: someone if you look in my gym notebook my handwriting is not my handwriting because my head is so shaky from working out
1: mm,
0: yeah versus my handwriting which according to a friend looks like um groovy girls handwriting
1: oh which
0: is moment, <laughs> thank you
1: um,
0: but yeah i don't know about handwriting because i can change my handwriting and I'll, my handwriting
1: yeah my and i
0: just i don't know about that
1: yeah, my print is like completely different from my cursive. So like or even if I just did like my left hand versus my right hand. So yeah.
0: well, and we found like there was a second draft, so like maybe they looked at that draft and was also like, ah, that's not it. Let's try a new handwriting. Yeah. So uh, I don't know about that.
1: Yeah so but I
0: also think handwriting analysis should just be taken from like old old school notebooks and stuff. Mm. Nothing new because then you don't have the chance you wrote that genuinely just writing. You didn't have the time to think, Oh, I got to make this look like my handwriting.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, like I mentioned, we have the DNA evidence, which didn't go anywhere till 2003 when they re-ran it. And unfortunately, the only conclusion is that she had DNA on her from an unknown male. Yeah. And and that's it. So the Ramsey's DNA didn't come up. Neither Burke, Patsy, or John, like, none of that came up so what evidence do we have left and that is the autopsy so john Binet's autopsy revealed that she had been killed by strangulation and a skull fracture the official cause of death was quote asphyxia by strangulation associated with cranocerebral trauma unquote and this next part is very graphic so yeah. brace yourself there was evidence of vaginal injury. So there was a sexual assault, although there was no evidence of conventional rape, because no semen was found on the body, and the pathologist commented that she had been wiped down with a cloth. And eventually her death was ruled as a suicide. Homicide. Not a suicide. Homicide. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. <laughs> yep. Um the autopsy. Go ahead. No,
0: no, I'm just I'm a yep, yep. I hear what she's saying. That's actually the only part that, currently, that's the only part that I don't, I can't get behind with the suspects I have.
1: Yeah. Yep. Ooh, I'm interested (laughs) to know now. Okay, so, (laughs) the autopsy also revealed that pineapple was found in her stomach. And there were photos of the crime scene that showed a bowl on the kitchen table, supposedly the bowl that John Bernay ate the pineapple out of. Neither John nor Pepsi said that they remembered putting the bowl on the table or feeding pineapple to her. Burke's, interesting enough, Burke's fingerprints were found on the bowl, but the parents said that Burke slept through the night until he awoke when the police arrived. So the pineapple lead is a little. Mm, mm-hmm. mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, Now the cord, and this is truly our last piece of evidence. Um, The ligature was made from a nylon cord and a broken handle of a paintbrush that was used to strangle her. The bristle end of the paintbrush was found in Patsy's art supplies, but the bottom third was never found. Like, never, ever found. And that's it. That is all the evidence. We have those three pieces of evidence. And they're all very inconclusive and do not give us any any closure. And there was also no broken windows, no forced entry, like nothing like that. So, John JonBenet Ramsey was laid to rest at the St. James Episcopal Cemetery in Marietta, Georgia. And her death is still unsolved to this day. So, let's get into the two main theories slash suspect of this case. The family theory and the intruder theory. And are you still with me? I told I you am. it was a long one. No, I am. I'm just very quiet. No, you're good. You're good. Good. Now I have to give Not a disclaimer.
0: No, so I've given up.
1: Enough. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So now I have to give a disclaimer just because certain potential suspects are known to sue. Oh, okay. This, yeah, so this is all a theory. Big caps, theories, big theories. Allegedly, these scenarios might have happened. I'm not accusing anyone of anything or saying that anyone is more guilty than the other. I'm simply reporting what I have found from documentaries and the internet. So, you know what? Yep. Um, if it helps any,
0: Criminal Minds did a case that was basically this. Mm-hmm. And I won't lie... Um, that could also influence my opinion, as I've seen it play out on criminal lines.
1: Yep. Oh, there's so many documentaries, like, it's been done everywhere. Yeah. Um, I I (laughs) just want to give a disclaimer, because one suspect is known to sue, so. (laughs) And frankly, I, I understand. Yep.
0: Like, to be honest, if I was in that situation, and I genuinely was innocent, although some people, and this is, it always goes down, just like, um. You know, you act too upset, you don't act upset enough. You'd sue too much, you don't sue enough. But no, if I was accused of killing a sibling and I didn't, you best be damn I'm suing everyone who says I did, because I know I didn't. Yep. But that could also make it look like, no, I need you to stop saying that.
1: Yep. Yeah, exactly. So it it's super interesting. It's a hard line to like walk on mm-hmm. you know yeah i i can't do words today For <laughs> i never can <laughs> okay so let's begin with the family theory which is the logical place to start because the family was in the house and there was no signs of forced entry plus it's very common to consider the family as suspects in the initial stages of an investigation Statistically, it's a 12 to 1 probability that it's a family member or a caregiver that is the murderer in a child case. So I am more of this theory. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And John and Pepsi were both considered suspects and the Boulder police really focused on them, even though they had 1,600 people, <laughs> as people as people of interest. I do not even know that many people. Oh, my God. Yeah. So they had a lot of people, but they really just focused on the Ramseys. And this is mostly because the Ramseys were not very cooperative. And this was due to the fear that the police will focus on them and not do a full investigation for intruders. Well, it did um,
0: help that um, the dad dipped in the middle of the investigation. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I probably you were probably coming to that. You're like, shut up, Sabrina.
1: No, you're good. (laughs) You're good. You're good. Um, So the first theory that I have in the family theory is that Patsy struck John Bonet in a fit of rage due to a bed wedding episode and strangled her and then tried to cover it up with a ransom note.
0: I'm not as big on that one.
1: Yeah, because Patsy has no history of violence or unmanaged anger and Burke and John like both defended her very well. A child psychologist with CPS reported that appeared that the Ramseys had a healthy, caring family relationship.
0: Well, usually if if you're going to lash out that much, there's usually, like, unless you, there was something psychologically wrong with her that just bursts in that moment, mm-hmm. usually you talk to teachers and they go, well, we didn't really pick up on it, but, you know, we did notice occasional bruises.
1: Mm, yeah. And there's none of that. Yeah, there was none of this, like. It was genuinely just a healthy family relationship. Yeah. yeah. But many people think that this Patsy theory began to circulate to steer attention away from Burke, mm-hmm. as a few people think that Burke is a potential killer. And the Burke theory, as I'm calling it, was popular enough to be discussed on the CBS show The Case of John Benet Ramsey. A group of experts were brought in to discuss all the evidence until we evaluate everything. The experts theorized, emphasis on theorized, (laughs) that Burke hit his sister with a flashlight after she stole a piece of his pineapple, not intending to kill her, but accidentally doing so. The experts theorized that the ransom note was a cover up as well, which is very similar to the Patsy theory, thinking that Patsy discovered that this had happened. And tried to cover up for Burke, as a mother would do, you know? Yeah.
0: So that is the case that was on Criminal Minds. Mm -hmm. They, much like NCIS or whatever, Law and Order, they do the rip from headlines stuff sometimes. Yes. And that is what they did. And to be honest, as a sibling, how often fighting over the remote because I want to watch Kim Possible, do you look back and realize, yeah, if I had swung and pushed him into the um, coffee table and he hit his head wrong yeah yeah that's to be honest i i could i could see and i'm surprised that doesn't honestly happen more often especially working with kids now i have had kids i was telling you the other day i had a kid go full running to a kid that was already on the ground and kick him in the stomach
1: yeah like kids genuinely don't know their own strength and they don't know how to like control intrusive thoughts like that like
0: well and i also think you know like my dad and i talk about this all the time so like he took boxing as a kid
1: Mm-hmm. And I'm being
0: taken boxing now. And I am seeing, you know, I would never knock my father out. But he has commented, shit, that was a really good cross. Yeah. So I am learning I can, in fact, hit hard.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, And I've also gone through science. And I've learned, you know, if you hit someone their head on the corner of the table just right. And I think maybe, like, I don't think kids are being taught that necessarily anymore.
1: No, I... I... And this was 30
0: years ago, so I don't know about then. But, like, the kids I work with now, I don't think they realize that, no, you could have actually severely injured that child.
1: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Kids don't think about, like, the consequences of their actions. So, like, they they just straight up don't think about it. And, again, a lot of kids don't know their own strength. Like, and being three years older, maybe a little bigger than his sister, like, it could have honestly potentially happened, which i'm not accusing of anything no nope. um nope.
0: but like i could understand you know my brother and i could sit down and talk about times where he yeah uh, you pushed me or you i pushed him or something and it's like yeah that could have gone a lot worse yeah yeah,
1: yeah or just
0: simple and like maybe this isn't normal for everybody and i'm probably jamie probably wouldn't love that <laughs> i said this but one time we were cleaning the dishes and i don't know i was pissing him off so he turned around with he was not gonna touch me with it okay but mm. he turned around with the knife, because he was oh. at the time. He was not going to touch me with it. But he just turned around with it. But had I been running, Yep. yep. or, yeah. yeah. Where it's like, as a kid, it's just like, yeah, well, look, I have the knife. He wasn't going to do anything with it. But yeah. what if I had tripped? What if I had not noticed he turned around? Yeah, um, yeah. And I'm paranoid now, so I think of that stuff all the time. But most people might not
1: exactly like just in general a lot of
0: people might not because i think Mm -hmm. about that when i'm washing the dishes with my sister you know when she walks around to put the knife back in the uh, knife rack what if i turn around at the same time yep like there's a lot of ways i could actually see that happening
1: yep yeah yeah it's completely possible Completely, completely possible. I love me just
0: trying to, my brother is not insane.
1: <laughs> it's just sibling things, right? Like, the dynamic with young sister.
0: siblings is
1: so, so the unique. The amount
0: of times my brother and I were full-heartedly prepared to kill each other because he taped <laughs> my version of the Cheetah Girls, he put the Mythbusters over the Cheetah Girls. Oh my god. And then he flicked, do you remember VCRs? He flipped that little piece out so that it couldn't be re-recorded. Oh my God! Nah. Uh, I was I was prepared to kill. It was the cheetah girls too. <laughs> ah! And I now we've
1: got them on it. Oh, and he man.
0: flicked it out. If I had known that I could have, although Mom taught me that if you tape over it, you could still do it. Oh. <laughs> but like I could, I was so mad. But I I could, you know. Allegedly, if my brother took my pineapple on Christmas Eve too. Or Christmas, the day after Christmas. So additionally, I don't know, maybe he got gifts that I didn't get, and I already yeah. had feelings about him. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> watch me just venting yeah. about my brother.
1: <laughs> I, I just think sibling relationships are really unique. And, like, actually, my next case I have is also have some siblings in it. So, little spoiler well, there. I, I don't
0: know if maybe this says something about me. But and actually, I think I was talking to Natasha, my little sister recently, and she said something similar. But I don't know whether I need help or this is a sibling thing. But my brother and sister, they somehow elicit a rage in me that nobody else can. <laughs> no, no, that's normal. That's I still normal. wonder if I was a sociopath when I was a kid. Because my no. brother would walk into the room and I'd be like, I, I hate you. I hate everything <laughs> about you. I, just, I hate you so much. <laughs>
1: No, that's normal. I feel like that's very normal. Uh, well, maybe I shouldn't say very normal, but I feel like that's a common response of just like, God, get out of my room! Leave me alone! Close the but door! Like, if like... you and I were
0: watching TV and you took the remote and changed it to your show, my response would probably not be to throw myself on top of you and try to rip the remote out of your hands. <laughs> <laughs> and then sit two feet from the TV so that if you get the remote from me, you can't get the signal.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. yep.
0: Like, I that's probably not the way I'd respond to other people, <laughs> but my siblings, yes. Siblings are free game. <laughs> like... so that's something too. They gotta love you.
1: Yeah, yeah. Although, as like... I get older, I realize that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Squirrel. Tangent. Okay. <laughs> <my goodness. laughs> Okay, we so know. I to hear somehow. <laughs> so back to the Burke theory. Um,
0: I lied. We shouldn't drink wine while we do this.
1: <laughs> Burke was interviewed three times and the investigators rolled him out as a suspect and never considered him a suspect after that. In 1998, the Boulder police chief actually came forward and said that Burke was officially not involved in the killing of his sister. Uh, fun fact, CBS was then later sued for defini- defamation by Burke's counsel, which I am simply reporting. I am not accusing anyone of anything, so. Well, actually, for me,
0: a uh, thing in their favor, and I said this earlier, was the essay part earlier. Mm-hmm. I could yeah. understand, you know, you've lost one child, you can't lose another, mm-hmm. covering up for it. Absolutely. Yep. But I couldn't understand, unless there's some crazy shit in the background we don't know about, I couldn't do that to, to my other child. Yep. And that's the part where I just, you know, you if that if it was true, you could make it look like a murder. But there was no necess- you weren't, especially with the ransom note, it wasn't right. necessary to do that. Because nowhere in the ransom note did it say that. I just couldn't see a parent doing that. A parent that was good. I do get on that. I love when A parent would never kill their child and like ah! sorry. Yeah, a good a parent. Good parents would never kill. There their are child. plenty of people who birthed children or helped make children who just shouldn't have been parents. Yep. But again, like we said, up until now we've never heard anything bad about these parents.
1: Exactly. I yeah, just sure.
0: can't Okay, yeah, we should make it look like a sexual assault. I just can't see that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so... that's
0: not something I could see a good parent Doing even for another child.
1: Yeah. Yep. I, I agree. I agree. Um, So, a little bit more about the family theory. Um, in 1999, a Colorado grand jury voted to indict the parents on two counts of child abuse, saying that they placed John Bonet in a ris- risky situation that resulted in her death. The risky situation that the grand the- jury referred to was having John Bonet in the child beauty pageant seat.
0: The well, pageant- I, I agree. I don't currently see yeah. how that's, uh, uh, that's connected. Mm.
1: Yeah.
0: But yeah. also, you got a lot of parents to indict if that's the case.
1: Yes. Yes. I will get there. <laughs> okay. Okay. I will get there. Yeah. So, like we mentioned earlier, like pa- the pageants back then aren't as regulated as today, and back then anyone could come and go, which left children like child pageants as a hunting ground for children, pornographers and pedophiles. So the grand jury believed that unknowingly, the Ramses put John Bonet in this risky situation. Now I will say the investigation was inconclusive and the statute of limitations on the charges expired in 2002 and the public didn't even know about this grand jury indictment until 2013, when the documents were released, showing us that the Ramseys have a very good legal team that, like, mm-hmm. kept this covered up for a little bit. So, now that is all the family theories. Let's move on to the intruder theories.
0: Actually, can I add something that I've never really thought of, but also yep. I've never heard out in the case? Mm-hmm. Frankly, this was a very wealthy family, wasn't it? Yep. If... Just, let's say, I'm extremely wealthy. My One child injures another child to the point of death. I would assume I would have resources.
1: Yeah. Like, have I'd someone have do, in your back pocket.
0: Yeah, I would have done a better job. Yeah. I mean, that could also go the other way around, where the police did a shoddy job, and that could be oh, yeah. pointed to that. But also, mm-hmm. no, I would have... My first call... Well, This is getting dark. Um. 11, in this theory my first call would have been to somebody and the body wouldn't have been in the house yeah I just if I had as much money if I had enough money to jump on a private jet three days later yep mm, I would have done a better job at this mm-hmm. absolutely absolutely Gosh, so that so I am actually now starting to backtrack on my original theory. Oh, I'm glad yeah. I'm changing our mind a little bit. Yeah. I'm not sure by the time we're done if we're entirely going to be changed,
1: but I am starting to see where nah, Maybe not. Yeah. Okay. So let's go to the intruder theories. Uh the Ram- the Ramses fully believe that someone broke into their house and there's very little evidence about it. Like I said, there's no signs of forced entry, but you have to remember it was Christmas time. And the Ramseys had a lot of lights outside the house, and one basement window was broken. There were electrical cords that were fed through the window to power the outside lights through that window. And there was also a steel grate that covered the window. But this is really disputed because there were intact cobwebs still in the window.
0: And see, I think that's why I always end up back at family, because the intruder, there's just no... To me, I don't see any way that's possible. Yeah, like, it's it's unlikely. I'm 100% with the family theory. I'm just 100% against other theories.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, like, it's a little unlikely. But that might have been a way into the house. But I can't imagine a grown man crawling through a basement window. Do you know what I mean? Or, like, someone. So, and... I believe that the Ramsays had a good reason to stick to the intruder theory. Boulder was not a super safe place at the time. There was more than 100 burglaries in the Ramses neighborhood in the months leading up to John Bonet's death. Okay. And there was also 38 registered sex offenders in a 2-mile radius around their house, which geez, like that's yeah, a lot. That's, that's a lot. insanely high number two like miles? 2 miles. miles that's six kilometers and see not getting on the parents
0: but if i were to ever put my child into if i was to ever put morgan my cat into um beauty pageants Mm -hmm. that would be the first thing i check out oh yeah yeah but then again like i said like i'm not blaming the parents this was also in the 90s i can actually just say siri don't don't turn on (laughs) (laughs) she turned on (laughs) while I was teaching this morning but I could say S name tell me how many child sex offenders are in my neighborhood and she probably could oh yeah we have so so many resources they put into time but like oh my god the thought of putting that child was in beauty pageants where she is sexualized at the age of five and there were over 200 creeps in two miles from her house
1: oh it it was 38 38 not 200
0: Okay, I mixed the two. Still, that's a you're lot. Good. That's a that's lot, a lot. Of where I got 200. So I'm going to calm down just a little bit. Okay. <laughs> I heard 200 and I was like, holy shit. No, like you are everyone good. in the neighborhood. <laughs> For real? Okay. That, yeah, still, no, 300, 30, sorry. I'm still stuck on 100 somewhere in there.
1: <laughs>
0: 30 in two miles is still a, that's like every fifth house.
1: Yeah, it's, 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 it's a really insanely high number. And I was just like, what? Like, oh my God.
0: Is there something wrong in Boulder, Colorado?
1: I don't know what's happening in that
0: town. I I assume they were very wealthy, so I assume they would have lived in a wealthier neighborhood. Although, again,
1: not saying that wealthy people don't do that, but I
0: am saying wealthy people would move away.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: So the fact that the
1: creeps were already in that neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, between that, uh, between. The burglaries in the neighborhood, sex offenders in the neighborhood, and again, not to mention the DNA was concluded to be from an unidentified male. It's perfectly possible there was an intruder who maybe didn't get forced entry. Maybe John Bonnet woke up in the middle of the night and let him in. Like, you know, like, so. It's time to
0: put that DNA in 23 and Me. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. Season of justice.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. oh
0: we'll have to cover april tinsley one day
1: oh yes do you know that case i don't think think so so. but you know that case that
0: was the first one uh that 23andme was used
1: oh you won't
0: know that case until i tell you that case and you know that case but that poor mother was being tortured so i am so like unfortunately nothing will bring her daughter back but at least now that is over yeah but they were the ones who decided to use the 23andme thing and that set off a chain of everyone using, not 23andMe, but that that theory. Yep. And I just, can we do that to this DNA and just end it?
1: Ooh. Yeah, even if just, like, to, like, cross them off as suspects. Like, just to be like, oh, yeah, totally can't be because, you know.
0: Well, that's, like, trace DNA is a thing. Like, and that's the other issue is God knows whose DNA is under my nails right now. True.
1: Um,
0: Like, I just walked down to my parents' house and I took the, um stairway and i run my hand along the thing who knows they literally never clean that area so the last 70 years of dna is on my hand right now oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so that is yeah if we could cross that off and be like no that was actually her piano teacher who she hasn't seen in six weeks he was actually away at the time or something
1: yeah yeah exactly uh, Yeah. So, uh, I'm not going to talk about some notable people potentially named as the intruder. Um, mm. These people are named very early on in the investigation for a number of reasons. Um, so some of them going. were pretty
0: weak, weren't they?
1: Yeah, some of them were really weak. Like uh, Bill McReynolds, who was the local Santa Claus, he was named as a potential intruder. He I will the say they, don't, they do not catch Santa Claus well enough.
0: Yeah. Like, I personally, uh, my first Santa Claus experience in Canada as a grown up, I should say, not as a child. But when I moved to Canada, I went to see Santa Claus with some friends. He grabbed my ass. Oh, God. Which then, of course, my friend, she just, well, he grabbed mine, too. He grabbed my too. And she's like, in the photo, she's like, you can see him grabbing my ass. And it's like, well, that's not... That's your waist, where his hand is supposed to be. Yeah. Like that. He grabbed a whole fistful of mine, oh, and God. in the photo, his thumb is actually in my waistband and my leggings. Uh. Yeah, and I, again, if I was 26 at the time, I would have flipped shit, but I was 17. I don't actually, like, I was kind of alone in Canada. I wasn't going to say shit. Oh. Which, again, that's why he did it to a 17-year-old and not a 26-year-old. True. Uh, but you mean to tell me you didn't do that to anyone else? Uh, um, oh and God. then the guy that played Santa Claus all through my childhood tried to kiss me last time I was home. Ew. Oh yeah, that was great. So I just, they don't vet Santa Clauses. No,
1: they but really I, don't. I assume the
0: criteria for being a mole Santa Claus is fat. <laughs>
1: <laughs> fat, white beard, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like likes children. That <laughs> shouldn't be on the criteria. Oh God,
0: yep. Like I'm not going after this guy, but I've heard so many. Cause there was something else I was listening to recently as well that they just don't vet these guys.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's a volunteer position, but like, okay, I currently, I'm, although I'm paid, I do the lunch program at the school, and I needed to have my um criminal record checked. And I do not have a hundred kids sitting on my lap an hour. Oh, that is sorry. What I mean though is like I did my rec- my criminal record check for that. Santa mm-hmm. should as well. Oh yes. yes. Santa has children hopping on their lap. Yeah. So but then again, you never know. Criminal record checks don't show things that weren't reported.
1: Right, right. Exactly.
0: Um. So like yeah, I do wish. Although now it's been like five years, I can't go back and be like, hey, you're Santa Claus from five years ago. Um, that could honestly get an innocent, innocent man fired, but yeah, I just I got i I won't go back to mall Santa's, yep, I
1: agree I agree I agree, yeah,
0: so oh, I shouldn't say anything. my dad was my Santa Claus this year, and he pushed me and Morgan off his lap so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: so the local Santa Claus was named as an intruder, but he cleared an interview did not mess did not match the DNA. Uh, Chris Wolf, a local reporter who was reported by his ex-girlfriend, <laughs> was also a potential intruder. And I think his is the funniest because I just imagined the ex girlfriend being like, we broke up so I'm gonna say you killed this little girl. Ah. <laughs> and that happens really often too. Don't yes. do that. Don't do that, no. Uh, he also cleared the interview. It did not match the DNA. Linda Hoffman Pugh, who was the family housekeeper, was named as an intruder and she would probably make sense because maybe she had keys um also cleared the interview did not match dna and michael helgoth who was just a person in the neighborhood who later committed suicide shortly after her death i remember this yeah he also cleared the interview and did not match dna i believe it was michael who was this uh really sweet old man who used to go to the beauty pageants and he received like a little tub of her glitter from her. And he like kept it like with him all the time. See,
0: and I just, and my dad and I joke about this all the time. So my dad, little background, you'll get to know him slowly. He ran all the social work, pro, social programs on my, mm-hmm. in my country. Mm-hmm. So he's always kind of just been around kids. And there have been times where we'll come back to, and at home, everybody knows him, but occasionally right. he'll come back to Canada and, and, you know, he'll share a story where he's like, well, yeah, if anyone looks at that in a different light, I'm a creep.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: So, I don't want to judge this man too much. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he could have had grandchildren that he never sees. And pageants reminded him of his grandchildren or something. Yeah. But I just, also, I don't know the whole story. Maybe he was kind of like, you know, that close friend that wasn't, the, the family liked him as well. Yeah. So he was invited out as a distant kind of relative, kind of way. But I just, why is an old man at beauty pageants, children beauty pageants? Yep. Yep. And see, that's the way I see it. It's why were you carrying around something of hers everywhere you went?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, I carry Morgan's cat hair everywhere, but I don't carry his old collar or something with me everywhere.
1: Right. 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 Yeah. But. Like I mentioned, all the people mentioned were cleared with interviews and did not match the DNA samples.
0: Yeah, I'd say it's creepy, but you're probably not the killer.
1: Right, exactly, exactly. So, this is another notable potential intr- intruder, and this guy is super notable. This is Gary Howard Olivia, uh, Olivier. I think Olive <laughs> is okay. how you say it. There's not an extra I in there, so... Olive was arrested in 2016 for two counts of sexual exploitation of a child. And he's just like, in my notes, I say he is a truly fucked up individual. What? Cool. <laughs> yes. No, seriously, this man is really gross. Um... <laughs> So Olive has confessed multiple times to John Bernay's murder, saying, quote, I never loved anyone like I did John Bernay, and yet I let her slip and her head bashed in half and I watched her die, unquote. Yeah, so there's that. He has written an ode to her and has drawn multiple pictures of her and supposedly had over three hundred and thirty-five photos of her. Yeah.
0: You know what? Again, like the old man, even if you didn't kill this child, there is something wrong with you.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And it doesn't help that a day after the murder, he left his old classmate a voicemail saying, quote, I hurt a little girl.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: So the police didn't consider him a suspect until 2000, theorizing that he might have used a stun gun to subdue her. But again, they couldn't catch his DNA, and supposedly there was no marks on the body. Because that's why I think stun guns leave marks, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 They leave, like, burns. like those
0: little prong burns.
1: Yeah. So this um, recently, as in on Friday, and this is back to handwriting, a handwriting expert went in and compared... Olivier's handwriting to the ransom note asking him to write like very similar words like delivery and like um and just you know other assuming,
0: words. Assuming he hasn't seen it in like the nearly 30 years, that would be valid because you couldn't he couldn't remember what he wrote, so he may write, write it
1: similar. Right. And the expert did find multiple similarities between the two. For example, he had really flat A's. Like his A's had like a flat top and that matched the note. His O's were slanted and the O's were slanted in the note. So there was a lot of similarities between the two. Mm -hmm. I have, I do have to say this. Unfortunately, the source of that reporting is the U.S. Sun, which is kind of like a tabloid site. So if the same news comes out at a more reputable source, I will update you guys. Um, that's just the most recent development, but I don't really trust the source on it. Well, that's
0: like Madeleine McCann. There yeah. were memes going around about that Polish girl who claimed to be um, Madeline McCann, and I yeah. ignored it until actual like CNN and those CBC were announcing. Yeah. She turned out not to be, but I'm not even going to touch it until someone reputable touched yeah. it.
1: Yeah, yeah. So uh, I can happily report that Olivier is behind bars and he's serving his ten year sentence until twenty twenty six.
0: What did you didn't say what he, why he's behind I don't do I wanna I assume it's child
1: Um two counts of sexual exploitation of a child. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So
0: Well, at least I guess it doesn't give the parents any closure because they don't know if that's if it's him. But at least as a human being. Good to know yeah. he's back there.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fun. Yeah, so I could continue to go on about false confessions as multiple people falsely confessed to this murder. I could also talk about how this investigation was very messy and has changed a lot of hands. Like, seriously, I think there's about like seven different detectives and four different DAs that have taken this case saying that they will solve it and they don't solve it. And this has just led to like a very complicated game of telephone and promises, uh, there's also been multiple lawsuits, like I mentioned earlier, yeah. but this is already super long and I just don't have the time to get into it and untangle all of it. Overall, it's just a complete mess. And I dearly hope that someone can get it together and get Burke and John the answers they deserve. Unfortunately, Patsy has already passed away due to cancer and she'll never know exactly what happened to John Bonet. And so okay. this has concluded my con- my case. <laughs> And that is the mysterious, tragic, and unsolved case of John Benay Ramsey. What know, do you I think, would, Sabrina? I would, well, I
0: really want this one solved yep. because, and that's why, like, there was the other one—the uh, boyfriend. Don't ever accuse your boyfriend, your ex person, of anything because that that could probably still hang over him. Yeah. Because when I Google his name now, 30 years later, that'll come up. But also towns don't, even within big cities, you have small sections of the city that will yep. always remember that. And yep. so you will ruin his life. And so, you know what? I want this case to be solved for obvious reasons. I just want this case to be solved. Who did this to this child? Yep. But the fact that there have been many lawsuits made by parents. Yeah. Yeah because many of us do it it simply just makes sense i'm not even making a judgment on anyone's character it just makes sense
1: yeah, yeah like... but
0: so these parents mm-hmm. they either did it and they need to be brought to ju- or, sorry the family did it and they need to be brought to justice or they have spent the last 30 years of people assuming they killed their child yep
1: and yeah. that needs
0: to if if that's not true it needs to, be to end cuz i yeah. can't imagine how that and you know what i'm not a doctor in any way this is completely all me but if this happened if i was in patsy's place and i got cancer i imagine the stress of that probably didn't help
1: yeah yep yeah, absolutely um in the article that i read about the handwriting they like interviewed john as well because they always reach out and be like hey we made this development and john's just like Ugh. um yeah. he's 74 now and he thinks he's running out of time to get this solved and he's like this case has ruined my life he lost his business Um, he got he I don't know if he retired but like he just couldn't function after it oh no yeah and it like completely just ruined his life so I do hope for the family that we get answers like seriously when whether it's them or not or anything else you know it, ju- it just well, needs and to you be know what? even
0: if it is the family, mm-hmm. if it comes out that it is and they are tried and brought to justice, then it is still their child I don't think they did it intentionally. Right. But it is they can be they can finally be at peace with not having to hide it anymore.
1: Yeah. Very true. Very true. I uh, think also potentially the statue of limitations is already up on it.
0: No, I don't think murder has one. Oh. I think, unfortunately, there is one for rape. Right. Um, I think there's one for everything but murder. Okay. 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 I didn't know that. Um, By the way, I googled it. Uh, Okay. Yes. it's, It's a crazy one. He was dating Natalie Holloway's mother. Oh! Which is one that I brought up. Which is another one of just that one, to be honest. As someone from the Caribbean, I know exactly how that one went. Although, actually, I shouldn't say that. I thought I knew how that went Mm -hmm. um not in any way about to victim blame but I have seen many American tourists drink way more than they their bodies can handle yep (laughs) and our beers our beer actually says it's five or maybe 7.2 oh it is not it is more than that oh that We all know, everyone everyone in my country knows stories of Americans who talk a big talk because they drink American beer. And then 10 minutes later, they're laying on the ground. Yikes. Our beer doesn't play. <laughs> uh, no, so I have seen many. We all assumed she just got alcohol poisoning and he didn't know what to do with her and chucked her over the over the edge. Oh. Of the boat. Sorry. I just yeah. assume everyone knows no, about yeah. right. Up until, what, ten, five years ago when he did it again? Oh. Yeah, so I'm no longer on that. She she likely did ingest more alcohol than she was planning. Right. Um, and again, not her fault. If you assume, I, I think tourists should start listening to us, but if you assume you're drinking the same thing you drink in your country, um, then I don't see any reason why you wouldn't think you couldn't handle what you're drinking. Right. So I don't blame her at all. But, yeah, no, up until, uh, I think, five years ago, he's currently in prison for murdering another girl. Jesus Christ. Oh yeah. Christ. But, sorry, what I was going for, though, is that's another family where that mother has dealt with so much. Because it's that one, and I'm mixing her up with another girl, the girl that went over, I think, Brittany, who went over the edge of the cruise ship. Oh, yeah. Just off the ABC Islands. Again, mm-hmm. same thing. Don't go to Aruba. I don't mean that. Aruba's probably lovely. <laughs> <laughs> But both of them had so many people contacting them like, hey, we can help. Hey, we had a confession and it never turned out to be anything. Yep. yep. And that's just, I will always, especially with this family, because if if they did, it wasn't intentional.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like
0: we talked about it. Siblings, just, they get rough.
1: Yeah. Siblings and get some, uh, Parents like humans Humans. no matter
0: just, what there is yeah. so much pain in that family yep and I just there's no way that they won yeah yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, she was a baby oh. yeah alright shall we wrap this up yes and you know what I
0: think we were talking about it I think we're gonna go right into my recording if you have time oh, no. yep absolutely. do one happy after this I think I'm yeah. covering, I think I'm covering Krampus yes krampus yes although remember ChatGPT is covering krampus oh
1: uh, yes <laughs> <laughs> i i do know a little bit about krampus as the uh uh fan of germany <laughs> on the podcast so the only uh, other than the fact
0: that like finding yeah you know, i know very very little about krampus you know what, i'll save this until we get to our krampus episode oh, in right. 10 minutes yeah. Tim <laughs> also, we're still going well over time. This might have been a full episode.
1: I'm so sorry. It's not no, long. You're good. You're good. That's yeah. why I like to keep mine short. Yes. This is okay. This is- okay all right guys thank you so much for joining us stay tuned as we continue the 12 days of spookmas and bring you the next case of krampus be sure to like and comment on whatever platform you find your podcast it's a great way to help us out thanks for listening happy holidays and stay terrified bye Bye.